0: Hello, and welcome to Luxury Menswear, the podcast by J.L. Rocha Collections. I'm your host, Jose Noel Rocha, and as always, I will be guiding you through this journey of luxury leather goods, men's fashion, and Mexican history. Today's topic, the questions that matter in leather goods. Before we start, I want to thank our community for letting us know that this topic was near and dear to your heart as it is to mine and I'm so happy to share it with you. But before we talk about the questions that matter, I want to talk about the answers, because when I was 16, I didn't have any answers. I had memories, memories of my grandfather working, and he never spoke on globalization or quality of manufacturing and sourcing. He spoke about work, and work is what mattered to him the most. He has an acronym, CREER. It means, to believe, but for him it stands for three different words. comprometete, Essentially meaning that you have to commit, you have to make yourself responsible, and then you have to make the effort. And he passed that along to my father who passed it along to me, because my father always said that it doesn't matter what you do, so long as you do it the best way you can and when we started JO rocha collections and i had the opportunity to work in the family business i wanted to do it the best way i could so naturally where does a young person go to find answers to the questions on what is and how to be the best they go and they search online and now that i've learned a lot more about search engines and how they all work i want to make sure that everybody in our community understands that you take answers with a grain of salt from the internet. And that's not a bad thing. It's just important to know where your information is coming from. Google's mission is to successfully organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. Basically, their mission is driven by their desire to want to give you the information that you need. And that information that you need is organized by website traffic or by what is most conveniently available for the consumer based on an algorithm, not necessarily based on quality and scholarly research. So when you ask a search engine, what's the best leather? More often than not, you'll get many different answers. And the best doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best for the world. When you notice that the most expensive leather to purchase is alligator leather you realize that there are exotic leathers out there in the world that we don't recommend using because more often than not these animals are actually placed onto their own farms that are bread essentially for killing and this is not a great practice and that's not the kind of life we want to give to an animal. The most expensive leather after that which would be considered the rarest leather is shell cordovan which is made out of horses and I apologize if this makes some of our consumers sad but I can promise you that we don't use this in our practices. The softest leather which we do use is lambskin but there are different places that you can get these skins from particularly in the global market because search engines may tell you that italian leather is the best kind of leather but in truth that only comes from the fact that their leather is valued higher in a global market and because the practices that they use are not only more economically efficient, but they're also more environmentally efficient. They give their artisans the chance to work at a livable wage without using chromium, and they accept the fact that this process takes longer time, but then it makes a far better product, a far better product, not only in terms of the quality of the leather, but in terms of the actual life and the way that they can produce this without hurting others. In countries such as Mexico, You'll notice that there are different forms of information. If you wanted to learn about Mexico, you could see about Guanajuato and leather and shoes and unfortunately that might tip you off to some videos on the internet, like one that I recently saw, where two people who are not from Mexico were discussing how Leon Guanajuato became the shoe capital of the world, wherein they didn't mention anything about how Leon Guanajuato actually became the shoe capital of the world. and. Being from León, Guanajuato, I can tell you, we don't necessarily care about being the shoe capital of the world. What we want is to do things well and to do things right and to do them with quality. The issue becomes when the global market begins to infringe on our capacity to do so. What do I mean by this? Mexico has been producing leather goods since the 1600s. We've been making goods for our lives, and for the things that we needed. Saddles, belts, shoes, even jackets. And these have been long-standing practices for hundreds of years. And today, when we want to source some of this information, we'll find CISEG, La Cámara Nacional de la Industria del Calzado en el Estado de Guanajuato. Essentially, it is the statewide authority that will dictate not only the history but the practices and will help enforce and advocate for different people within the community of leather goods. What's important about this particular entity is that it gives us information such as the fact that there are over 2000 factories in León, Guanajuato, there are over 350 tanneries and 300 factories of components and parts for the process of manufacturing. We are not only the ninth global producer of leather goods, but we're the fourth producer of shoes in the United States, the fourth largest producer. And we create over 245 million pairs annually, exporting out to over 60 different countries. Now, when you match a history like this up to say the history of somebody from Italy, you may have a larger scale timeline. But the reality is, is that we have been developing to make sure that the practices are ethical, to make sure that the artisans and that the product have its date to shine. Sadly, in the realm of global politics, when we are making shoes and leather goods for brands such as Nike and Zara and Levi's and Triumph and even Harley Davidson, we find that we have to ask questions about the supply chain. and. Sadly, the supply chain is something that's very valuable for many companies that are not in Mexico because it means that they can get more goods at a cheaper price with lower costs and that the importation is a lot easier, particularly in the sense of the United States of America. Now, when you only focus on these factors, because let's say you're a large scale brand that sells thousands and thousands and millions of pairs a year then what you really want is volume and volume is a dangerous thing to rely on because that means that you have to produce more items faster and the people who run these factories or who own these factories sometimes they may not advocate for the actual artisan or for the quality of the materials being used. What they want is to increase the speed of their production at whatever the cost, in order to meet the demand that is being created. And Mexico relies on a consumer-driven price chain, meaning that the consumer, the person that is actually purchasing from us, is the person that dictates how much our industry can grow. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing, But it can be detrimental when the psychological practices and the ethical practices of many of these manufacturers become compromised because their goal ultimately becomes to exploit their workers for speed, leaving them to be hurt, leaving them to be sick, leaving them to not be valued in the way that they should be. These are people with years of family history, generations behind them, This is a country that has years of family history and generations of practices behind us. We take pride in what we do, and we should. But when our industry is forced to look at the lowest cost for manufacturing, then we begin to cannibalize each other. And in Mexico, this often happens many of the factories and tanneries begin to exploit processes such as using chromium which does get you a dye in your leather that applicates faster but makes people sick so it's okay to use chromium at least just a little bit of it we don't mind hurting some of these people but actually what they're doing is they're keeping more dollars in their pocket at the expense of the health and the quality of not only their workers their artisans but also their product In addition to this, oftentimes we see that when workers are working fast, when artisans don't have the time to focus where they need to focus, many mistakes can be made not necessarily in relation to the product because the product is being made through a Fordian model of manufacturing but to the bodies and to the actual lifespan of our artisans. Many scholarly articles will actually advocate that what Mexico needs is balance. We need to be able to balance the value of our product with the value of our labor. Because if our labor is fast and it's cheap, then that's the only value that it carries. When the value of our labor is in history, and practice, in style, then we can truly make changes that make a difference. And that's why at J.L. Rocha, we make sure that we only work with people that make the right choices. That take care of their planet, that take care of their artisans, that take care of the practices that actually make a difference. Of course, we're asking questions that are important, such as, are we getting full grain leather or top grain leather? Because full grain leather showcases more of the life of the animal whereas top grain leather can also be viewed as very valuable because it doesn't show the imperfections of the life or any deep perforations that that animal might have gone through when living because the supply chain is made up of many different parts. It's not just the manufacturing. It's also the farming. It's also the construction. It's also making sure that all of the transports are fair and ethical as well. And this is the beauty of where we come from being from León, Guanajuato and being from San Diego, California, being able to go with my dad on trips to visit our family and to see the work that he was doing allowed me to understand in a deeper way, the value of making sure that it all fits together, making sure, that not only are your practices in terms of manufacturing, producing, sourcing, but also that your practices in the realm of packaging, in the realms of customer service, in the realms of efficiency are also there. Because more often than not, when you focus a particular group of people on selfishly relying on how to make money, they don't focus on how to do things right the very lesson that my grandfather passed on to me and my family and this is the lesson that we want to pass on through our products because the questions that matter to us in leather goods is not only where can we find the best or the softest or the most resilient leather but also where can we find the artisans that take pride in their work where can we go that we know All of the leather is produced using vegetable oils with no chrome or harmful chemicals. Where can the artisan truly work with the time, dedication, and skill necessary to make a high quality product? And how do we communicate the value of this product to you? And that's why I'm here. Because the questions that I thought that I had years ago, like what's the difference between a Goodyear welt and a Blake stitch, and which one is better, wash away when you realize that they all have subtle differences. A Blake stitch is just easier to resole, and a Goodyear welt is just stronger and more long-term efficiency. That doesn't make either one of them less valuable. The fact that Italian leather costs more to purchase is directly related to the value that we perceive through their history. And we ask you at J.O. Rocha Collections to believe in our history, believe in our family, and believe in our practices. Because when more companies do things the right way, when more companies stop exploiting speed and cheapness, everybody wins from the water in our planet, to the workers in our talleres, to our family here, and you the consumer. So let's all do our part and ask the questions that really matter. Where does this come from? What is the history behind it? What are the practices that are used when making it? And how much do I truly value the artistry that it takes to produce a high quality product? We are JL Rocha Collections, and we will keep asking these questions for you, for us, for our artisans, and for the planet. My name is Jose Noel Rocha, and I want to thank you again for supporting us, supporting this podcast, and for truly being an individual. We'll see you next time. Gracias.